One Man Revolution, Volume 4, Episode 5. We're back, back again, back on a Friday night, live from the bunker. It is the One Man Revolution podcast. I am your host, The Revolutionary, and I'm joined by... The Comrade. And... The Wanderer. And... The Thespian. And... The Pragmatist. (laughs) Oh, it has been 30.5 days since the current regime has taken power. And this week... So much has happened. Hmm. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Nope, 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 nope. nope. Uh, There we go. Okay. (laughs) She's a messy one. It was. It sprayed up. I'm like, what the heck is going on there? Don't get on the microphones. Oh, man. Oh, man. So much has happened this week. We've got freezing temperatures across most of the country due to a big massive polar vortex we've got it be uh, global warming no 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 it's cl- it couldn't be no. it couldn't be global warming because it's cold there's snow comrade it couldn't be, couldn't snow. be climate change no well, well that that's remains to be seen uh <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see uh texas has some massive problems because they weren't ready and we all know whose fault that was aoc no. Of course. <laughs> the, the guy who the took green. a vacation this week. No. The new Green Deal. That's right. Green it's green all, deal. if you listen to conservative media, it's all the Green New Deal. Oh, man. Uh, this past weekend was, was it this past weekend? Wow, it was. It was uh, Valentine's Day. And on the, you know, and, and of course, on the White House lawn were hand-painted hearts by the by by the first lady uh unlike the last first lady this one got her hands dirty uh on valentine's day and uh the the last one just she did like she does everything else you know the la- the last first lady just ordered in i'm sure to have someone take care of that whole problem um and it probably cost $150,000 or was it 130 who knows oh oh it was a write off it's fine I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> all right. And let's see. Uh, we had, we've had a, a notable death, which we will get to. Uh, the president is traveling. Uh, we can talk about that. Uh, rejoining the rest of the world yet again. Uh, making things happen over there, which is nice. Um, hmm. Ah, we, we, we have some, some successes. Uh, celestial successes, which we will get to. Ah, yes. Uh, and, uh, and many, many other things that I'm sure will come up. Uh, I am drinking again Head Honcho. It is that lime lager uh, from Sideward. Uh, I have a couple of these left still because I'm not drinking as much as I used to because we're not all getting together as much as we used to at all. <laughs> Comrade, what do you have? Oh, he's shotgunning a gunner. 
Okay. He's getting he's getting us started this time right off the bat. There you go. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Wanderer, he did a seated shotgun, and his eyes are telling me that that was a bad idea. That was cold. Thank <laughs> Thankfully, that rug is washable. Yeah, is it coming? Is it coming back up? Oh or? no, I'm a professional. <laughs> Not mm. even a drop. Yes, yes. Nary a drop. Nary a drop. Wanderer, what are you over there drinking? Drinking water. Good move some days, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, thespian? Uh, I have a Coors. A Coors or a Coors, or a Coors yeah. Light? Yeah, so you're also drinking water, I see. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Pragmatist, what do you have over there? I have a stone brewing dual exposure that they call Alesmith. Ooh. Which is, oh. Oh. That's... Which is uh, cool. I haven't tasted it yet because I was waiting. Oh, good, good. Quite I'll fancy. Let you know, I'll let you know what it tastes like. Oh, good, good, good. I like the, the live notes is always good. The show is also a beer podcast. Ooh. <laughs> uh, it's dry, very hoppy, with citrus overtones. Mm. And uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but I got a feeling it's going to be freaking strong. So... If it's stone, I'm guessing it's at least seven. Eight point seven. <laughs> I got a feeling. Maybe a six. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It might be bigger than that. <laughs> I mean, smaller than that. Uh, I can't see because it's kind of dark in here. Turn on my light. Eight point two. I'm sorry. Eight point two. Oh, stone but, knows what stone knows I'm how to follow work this through. up with a a Guinness for the second half. Oh, there you go. Uh, I'm going to nurse this slowly since I realize it's twice, you know, it's two beers in one. It is, I two, just, I two. I just wanted to get the shotgun out of the way up front because I have some thoughts and feelings this week. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to earn you, that shotgun. He's going to earn you it back. You have to kill him. Kill yeah. him. You'll earn it back. That's fine. I'm going to earn it. <laughs> oh, man. So that happened. When did that happen? That happened yesterday. Was that Thursday or was that Wednesday that that happened? That the, that the gentleman passed away. Wednesday. Well, let's all have a moment of no. No, let's no. not. No, <laughs> let me, let's no. not. Uh, no. Let me, let me raise my hands to God to thank. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Sky Daddy. Thanks, thank Sky Daddy. Thank you, Sky Daddy, for, for delivering. Yes. You know, I the love... The voice when, of evil has been silent. I, I love when so many people, when someone passes away, uh, and... You know, they, 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 someone will say something and it's like, oh, you're making this all political. This is a human being. They passed away. You know, what's the big deal? Well, people were posting back um, quotes to, to, uh, from uh, conservative talk show hosts uh, for, uh, about uh, George Floyd when George Floyd passed. Oh, that's a good call. And people were saying... Well, you're being so mean. And it's like, well, that was said about a black man who was gunned down in the street. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that about, uh, yeah, about uh, about the man who passed. I mean, the man who passed, as he always liked to brag about his formerly nicotine-stained hands, mm. died of lung cancer, yes. ironically enough. Uh, Self-imposed death, yeah. yeah. I'm just sad he didn't suffer longer before finally succumbing. Well, remember, he also went deaf because of his OxyContin problem, where he was taking 80 yeah. to 90 pills a day. What? He was taking hand... That's what made him deaf. That's what made him deaf, yeah. 
How do you live through that? Um, you build up a tolerance, and then you take oh more, God. and then you build up another tolerance, and then you take more. Then you have an opiate then you addiction. Kill, then you kill your auditory nerves. Yep, yep. And you keep taking more. Yeah. I mean, it's he should have been dead a long time ago. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So every and time... Then, and he, to me, he'll always be the guy who ruined the, uh, the uh, Medal of Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. No, that he would be the work, president that gave it to him. Yeah. Well, that's true, but... Hmm. Well, the uh, a, a recipient of that medal the year before uh, the the administration before is our current president, mm-hmm. so it's kind of you know maybe he can bring back some of the uh, shine to what that medal actually meant. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, we're of course talking about uh, the 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 mouth of and creator of conservative broadcasting. Now there was anus of conservative. Now there was there was conservative broadcasting before this, but it was fact based. It would it had a a an agenda, and all Rush Limbaugh had to say when he came on the on the scene in I think it was ninety was it uh, ninety two. No, no, it was it was it was at least nineteen ninety, if not. Yeah. So okay, so. It was it was earlier than that. But when he came on the scene, everything that he had to say was just hate, hate, the hate the other, regardless of what the other was. So. I'm really glad you brought up the beginning of his career, because uh, growing up, uh, his voice and Hannity's voice were what was on the family car radio going to and from church on Sundays and whatever other time we happened to all be in the car together. And I, I never really spent a lot of time thinking about the things that he had to say. I didn't really know a lot about him. But uh, now that he's finally kicked it, uh, I did a little bit of reading. And I, I knew a lot of his political stances. I knew that he, he really leaned into the uh, edgy conservative bigot. And he did, said a lot of really horrible things like, it shouldn't be the NBA, it should be the Thug Basketball Association, things like that. But the one that got me, the, 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 the bit that, that's going to make me earn that shotgun, was um, I forget the specific name for it, but it was like uh, the AIDS segment that he used to do uh, in nineteen ninety. This is how we know he started in, at least in nineteen ninety, um, right at the tail end of the AIDS epidemic of the eighties, going into the nineties. Uh, Rush would read off the names of those lives who had been lost to AIDS to upbeat music as a celebration specifically meant to piss people off. Yeah, I, I will never love this way monster. again was the music. Oh. That's the kind of fucking monster that yeah. the conservatives worship and love and call a giant among men. That's the kind of piece of shit that has defined the, the, the entire Republican dialect. Well, it's the neocons. He kind of was the neocon, the new, the new conservative voice. And, and, and that's, that's fine in a small environment it's it's like he rush limbaugh created the 4chan dialect of conservatives he created that it's not about the viewpoint it's not about anything but the ad hominem attack on those who oppose my viewpoint and all he did was lean into just flagrantly misleading uh bigoted hateful speech that made every every strong independent white person with a big brain feel empowered because they got to listen to it. 
and I didn't know this. Revolutionary brought this one up before the show. Uh, his his fan club, what they would like to call themselves. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. The, the what was the, it? The, the Ditto Heads. The Ditto Heads. Yeah, the Ditto Heads. He would. He they would. Were... Yep. But you know, you would. You know, I had a business partner at the time uh, back in 1992. I think it was. I had a printing company and a graphic design company, and I had a business partner who was very much into into Rush and listening to Rush and anywhere we would go, like we'd go out to lunch and while we're driving there, Rush is on the AM radio in his truck, you know, and, and a lot, and, and I, I would say, Hey man, can we just switch the channel? I don't, you know, this stuff, it just, it's just his, his voice is annoying to me. And he's like, no, no, you have to really understand what he's talking about. And so I would hear things and I'm like, yeah, no, um, I am hearing what he's talking about. And that's a no from me. Thank you. Uh, that's not something that I can stand, uh, of what people, you know, that's not a way you should treat people, you know, regardless of what, of what you want to say, you know, uh, about my background and whatnot. And, you know, back when I started this show, some guy from Australia said, uh, wow, you're the liberal Rush Limbaugh. And I said, no, I'm not actually, uh, I'm not, I'm not spewing <laughs> hatred. I'm Here's bringing, no, you're not. Yeah. This is a quote. Uh. Ching cha, ching chang, cho chow, cha chow, ching cho, chi ba ba, kuo kuo. He goes on. This was Rush Limbaugh taunting the pre- president, the Chinese president Hu Jintao in 2011. Yeah, that is straight racism. Yeah, yeah. Thug Basketball Association. They don't get teams. They get gangs. Racism. Yeah. Uh, his my one of my personal favorites, and, and this one I, I was like aware of, and it kind of came back into my awareness was. His whole rant on 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 uh, consent, right? Uh, which is uh, I, I forget the specific quote, but it goes something along the lines of whether it be two or six people, as long as consent's given, the left is perfectly okay with it. But the moment there's any hint of no consent in one party in the sexual act, well, here come the rape police. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, I, like uh, here I come the actual police. I think is where we're it's at. Too expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My, I, but again, when I hear I remember I, the first time I heard him, I was shocked. I mean, painfully shocked. I guess he's a shock jock. Yes. But I, but or was, and but I, I wanted to call the radio station and complain. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was, and then the and I I didn't realize that people could say things that he at the time he was talking about women. That he could say things that misogynist on the radio and get away with it, I, I thought that was hate speech. Right. And, like, and how does that possibly fall within the FCC guidelines? And the FCC took him, and he was draw, he was pulled in front of the uh, you know of Congress. He was many times. Uh, he was pulled in front of the FCC many times, and every single time his battle cry was First Amendment rights. This is my, it's my, I, if, if you're offended by it, that's your fault, Snowflake. Mm -hmm. I can say whatever I want, regardless of how inflammatory it is. And the president was a very big fan. I'm sorry. The former president (laughs) was a very big fan of Rush Limbaugh and even gave him the medal of freedom. Okay. Uh, Last year gave him the medal of freedom. And what that, and that's a, that's the highest civil honor that can be given to an individual. And he gave it because of Russia's consistent messaging that helped his career. 
that helped well, out the Well, he kind of created yep. 45, didn't yep, he? Yep, he did. Yeah, yeah completely. So, I mean, uh, it, it, go ahead. I mean, what, what was the law that Reagan got rid of that uh, demanded equal time for political viewpoints and in the media? It was the. That was it was when it started. Yeah, it was the equal time. It was literally called the equal yeah. time rule. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that was what that was what started it, and then he he sprang out of that disaster, and uh, well, and now look at what it's what's happened. Now we got Sinclair Media. We've got uh, Oan or whatever they're called. Onan yeah. is what I want to call it. Oan yeah. uh, is on YouTube, so they don't really count. Yeah. But yeah. no. So I was going to ask. Um, <clears throat> If if the if the concept was equal airtime and the idea was that uh, we needed a representation of the right and the left in in broadcast, who was the left that he was opposing to create balance? <laughs> like that, to my knowledge, AM talk radio liberal agenda does not exist. Well, realize it, unless you're count, unless you're <laughs> yeah. counting the news, it had the ability yeah, to CNN now. It had the ability to exist. That was the thing. Now, and there were there were people out there like Neil Rogers, who was who was you know considered left wing. Uh, there was a lot of left wing media that was there. There were people that were just talking about art and talking about entertainment and talking any, but weren't talking about liberal politics because but that's what I'm talking about equal rights just and and, but like let's that. face it this whole process saying that there are these things out there that 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 the conservatives are championing is a fallacy right there there's everything that the left supports in quotes mm-hmm. is just treating your fellow man like fellow men and women you know what i mean just mm-hmm. treating people like they are human beings but, but see, that is but, that is persecuting Christianity right there, <laughs> because you got to have winners and losers in Christianity, <sighs> and that's why Christians feel like they're the most persecuted people on the planet. But the last you know, among you shall be first. That's yeah. But whatever happened so to if the you meek? Want equal rights for people. You're going against God, right? And again, that the, remember remember when Christianity was invented. Right, it was invented <laughs> in an era where there was an emperor or a Look, king. The Bible's not a living document, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's set in stone. Yes. Well, tablets. But, but again, <laughs> this this whole concept, you know, of and 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 it was the amount of worship that people had for this man and others who it seems like conservatives love a good demagogue, you know, someone they can get behind and say, I'm a such and so I support this person and they get behind that person. And if you are not in the know of that person, mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to every show of theirs, if you have, if you don't have a bumper sticker on your car that says ditto head, if you don't say quotes, ditto head. If you don't say quotes from Rush in daily conversation, then you are not part of the of of the group and therefore you're the other. And if you're the other, you're wrong. And that's the thing that a lot of these conservatives do. Go ahead, Cameron. I was going to say let, let's talk about the end the end product that results from what Rush created and that's AJ and Infowars. Oh yeah. How how extreme can you go? How far can you take it? How much can you say before it becomes a problem? Because 
uh, and we don't say his name here. We just go by his initials, AJ. Yeah. Um, frog people. Uh, lizard people. <laughs> lizard people. <laughs> yeah, he, the only reason he could exist and, and his personality worked was because Limbaugh laid the foundation for that style of presenter. This idea that there is uh, a scary other that you must be aware of. And, and only certain people know who it is. And you don't know unless I, unless I tell you, because we're the secret people who know the special stuff. Yep. And, 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 and that mentality came from this idea that, well, you know, the liberal media is not telling you the things you need to know about the reality of the world. And I can tell you because I know it's like, you're, you're a radio DJ, my yeah. dude, you don't, yeah. you're not special. You don't know more than CNN or, or NBC does. I don't know why you think that, your spin is unique or different, but he was able to create a following based on, again, that, that edgy neocon idea of, well, I, I'm going to say the things we all think, but we're just too afraid to say because of the liberals. And then yeah, it led gold plated RE 20. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it, yes. And then it leads, <laughs> and then it leads, it's the microphone. And then it leads directly into, <laughs> that's for the audience. Um, and then that leads directly into this idea of I, everything's a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I will tell you what the reality is. Mm-hmm. And that led the former president into the ability for him to call everything fake news. Unless you are getting your news from the source that I am getting it from, it is wrong. Yeah, I remember the quote when he said it, which was right out of 1984, which is, don't believe what you see with your eyes or what you hear with your ears. Yep. Yep. Only believe me. Only Only believe what I tell you is true. Right. Which I mean, that's the thing that gets back to this Q guy. Yeah. They don't even know who he is. (laughs) Are they or what? Before before we divert too far, the thespian did everything. (laughs) Well, I... Um, Sorry, Tez. I was just thinking how how they uh, news stations like Infowars get to that point, how they create that, and I just picture they take the headline, the like actual headline, and put it through like a language translator a couple of times, <laughs> and then trans- translate it back into English. And no, that, that's, that's how, their script writing, <laughs> right? But that's how they like start their whole story. Like, okay, so what is the headline? now become how do we make it into this and you know see where it goes but continue on. and it again it it this whole idea that that you know uh he he predated fox news yeah he he, he literally he created, created this idea that you don't have to actually have any facts because he was an entertainer. The man did not have any background in politics at all. Nope. 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 He was just an entertainer. He was a person that went out and his shtick became a persona. And that persona then became bigger than he was. And here's the fun part. AJ did the same thing, but AJ let people in on the joke. When he was in his divorce uh, filings, uh, the judge said, you know, well, you're this person. He goes, no, judge, that's a persona I put on on the radio. I don't want to yeah. lose my children. And the judge is like, yeah, I don't believe you. You know, <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, it seems a little bit too much. So I think that's actually you. So, you know, and when you see him, 
in the last election cycle, you know, going out and literally bat- beating the trees for uh, the conspiracy theories about, you know, stolen elections and things like that, ri- you, know, ri- you know, revving up the crowd so that they could continue the fight. Yeah. You know, it's it, it really does show what kind of person you are inside. I mean, let's face it. Sean Hannity doesn't believe any of this stuff either. He started he was on, he used to be on MSNBC. He he was okay. a he sat there across from Rachel Maddow and talked on television with her. Sean Sean Hannity got the makeup people from the 45th administration. Have you seen him recently? No. Is he really orange now? He is orange as hell. Yeah. Like it's rough how orange he is. And and I, I I'm really curious to see if the if like they turn down the saturation as we go on into the 46th administration. But like right now that saturation is way overblown on the red. It's bad. Wouldn't it be cool if uh, if the rest of the those young GOP guys start doing that? They get the more and more face. orange. As they move on. So like powdered wigs. What if we go back to like the powdered wig thing, but it's orange face yeah. and a flip back. Orange yes. face and powdered wig. Yeah. Like, yeah. Orange. Yeah, with a, with a, like, like a, a 45 wig kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 45 toupee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can see that happening, just, which is the sad and, part. And, and ill-fitted suits and long red ties. Like that's the GOP uniform going forward. Well, the ill-fitted suit thing is it has already caught on. The leaving your jacket open, the extra long tie. All that stuff already caught on for that side. I just, I love, I love, and, 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 and the Canadian who's not here, he said this before the show, he wasn't able to be on tonight, but he said, uh, you have so many people trying to emulate 45 and, and be that kind of person, but it's, it's not a style, it's not a presentation, it's not a look, it's, it's a mental illness. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't replicate yeah. it because it truly it's a requires. Disorder. It yeah. just, yes, it requires a mental disorder to work. It's, it's, it's a form of psychosis. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. But see, that's the thing. The people who followed Forty Five were put on a persona. Forty. Yes, that's because it's the only way to survive. But that is Forty Five. That's that's yep. what he is. He doesn't know any other way to be. So every right. time you see, yeah, he's a strong. He, so every time people would come and bend knee to him, it just it was like you know it was like American gods. It's like they got he got power from people bending knee to him. You know, I love that show. What love a great reference! Show. The yeah. book is amazing. the book is amazing. I've not seen the movie, but the book is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Well, There's Gaiman can show. do no wrong. Yes. yes. So. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so even, uh, well, okay, all right, he can do some wrong, but <laughs> so. The like Rush Limbaugh like was not a fan of the president in the beginning. No, none of them were because he was a horrible human being and none I'm, of them could accept it. So it's like, yeah, he he did like he he gained power from people giving into him, but like mm-hmm. he only had the power that people gave him. Like, well, so that's um, I, I don't I don't know if we talked about it here on the show specifically, but I read a piece that was really interesting and to, to, specifically to your point, Wonder, which is that. Um, the, the former president doesn't believe in anything or stand for anything, but he lets his followers dictate his positions and he gives them what they want to hear because it doesn't matter what it is that he's saying. He believes in nothing except whatever it takes to get more attention. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's exactly, I think that's exactly what you're saying. Like he doesn't actually have a position anywhere. He just has a position for feeding his base more of what they want to hear. Yeah. But it, I just like, 
I'm still I'm still baffled by his ability to like change people's, but that's because there's you're either a winner or a loser. Like yep. you're a Christian, you're like you're a winner or a loser. Like you yep. got to be one or the other. And when they realized they were on the losing end, they they had to jump ship to the winner's boat. Yep. Yeah. So like it's just it's incredible. It, 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 that's it, why he uh, never also, admitted it. That also really doubles down to this idea of anybody but right. And, and there's a lot of moderate like right-leaning moderates who who basically follow the position of anybody but a democrat and it, it and, and it's not about necessarily a specific uh issue or or whatever it's just that the democrats we all know the democrats those damn socialists they're just going to spend all the tax and spend democrats they they're going to take all my money and they're going to use it bad because the democrats don't know how to use my money so they can't ever vote for anybody who is who doesn't have an r behind their name and I think that's exactly why the former president got elected the time he did is because there were so like, and especially with Hillary as the opposition, that's the, that's the arch Democrat, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the worst possible scenario for voting for a Democrat. And, and I think that it was the worst possible time for her to run. No kidding. <laughs> because it no made kidding. it very simple. It made it very simple for the Rush Limbaugh crowd Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, Fox, OAN. Oh, yeah. Well, OAN yeah. wasn't really big at that point in time, but you know the the AJ to just go. Well, she's the one that that uh, that, eat, that that look. Q says she eats babies. Yep, right. And then they can uh, just I kept leave. hearing over and over again the lesser of two evils. From, yeah. from my friends on the right. Yeah, it's like like forty five is the lesser of two evils, <laughs> and it's like. I don't know. I mean, that was the first time around. I didn't hear that the second time around. I didn't hear much the second time. No, they got real quiet. Uh, They got real quiet Mm because, you know, he he got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Uh, The problem I see now for them, which is, I think, for me, it's kind of entertaining, is like, how do they keep 45ism going without 45? Yep. Well, he lost. That's what McConnell is facing right now. Mm -hmm. And he played his cards. To try and go both ways, and I think it's going to hopefully come back and bite him on the ass. I, I doubt it. He's very good at what Not he does. A- <clears throat> what? Uh, we lost your mic. Can't hear you. Oh, oh there you go. He's try again. Not a potato. He's not a potato. You're saying the turtle's not a potato? Oh, he yeah. doesn't go both ways. Very good. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. I see. So here's a here's an here's a fun thing. I totally to explain the joke. I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot that we had finished up the hearings last last Saturday after yeah. our show. I totally forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, because of the way that time compresses around anything that deals with 45 mm-hmm. and that and that everything else is so relaxed, I totally forgot. And of course, this week we had so many you know things happen. I mean, you know, Texas freezing and uh, you know all the things that went around that polar vortex, and of course, Rush dying, uh, which is a good topic to bring up about you know liberal versus conservative media and how the conservative media just goes crazy. But when you come right down to it, as the thespian said, and as the pragmatist said last week. Mitch, you know, uh, minority leader, I guess he is now, Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. stood <laughs> up and gave a 45-minute speech on the floor of the Senate saying, no, I didn't vote to convict him, but he's guilty as hell. Mm-hmm. And that we have a lot of other ways 
that he's going to be taken care of, which is problematic, is right? What, yeah, what are uh, those other ways? Well, uh, do you want... It's, it's not, it's not going to happen. No, but that's my, my point is, <laughs> if, 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 if you bitch the turtle, yeah. have in front of you a, just, just a, a platter of opportunity to fix this problem and make it go away permanently, you have an entire 50% of the, of, the, of the Senate that's going to vote with you if you go the right way with this. You only have to get 10 Republicans to vote the same way as well. Right. And, and seven of them did anyways. Yeah. So that means you had three yeah. Republicans to convince to vote against the previous administration and convict and, and by extension, disqualify for future office. Right. Three Republicans. Yeah. And one of them can be the turtle. So two, literally two Republicans. And yeah. One of the the lady from Maine. Uh, I, I don't I don't know what her name is. Susan something or other. She's a super 50-50 Republican, anyways. Yeah, she's right? a so she's a flipper. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if 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 the turtle goes one way, she'll follow. Yeah. Which means you have one Republican left, and that is more than enough to to convict the former president. Yeah. And make sure he can never hold public office again ever. Now and that is. All we needed. Now we don't, need, we don't need to discredit or whatever. We just need to make sure that 2024 does not become the shit show we all know it's going to be. But this is the thing. Uh, currently, as of this week, uh, the Southern District of New York uh, is mm. calling is calling up all kinds of data and evidence, uh, and, and is about to file charges about uh, against the former president, uh, Georgia is investigating the president for election interference. Um, happen there. What, uh, I, you know what? I think it might. And here's why I say this. Uh, the, the, he basically threatened their, their lives. He did. And so that's a he very, definitely did. he did. Yeah, he threatened their lives. And then he did something that you don't do is he incited people to attack the Capitol. All right. And, and, and there were people who voted against him that said constant – the reason why a, 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 lar- a large number of those Republicans did not vote is because they were still convinced that they couldn't convict him because he was no longer president. They said we don't have any – they didn't want to set a dangerous precedent what? even though they had handled that. Yes. This is – Yep. Yeah. So, so first off, there already exists precedent yes. for that. Uh, I, yes. I listened. To, I listened to another podcast called uh, "What What Trump Can Teach Us About Con Law, Constitutional Law," and they specifically discussed this issue. And apparently, uh, there is legal precedent for impeaching and convicting somebody who is no longer in office. Also, the Constitution does not have any restrictions on impeaching somebody who is now out of office because if the whole point of it is that you're restricted to when they're in office. A president can do anything impeachable in the last couple of weeks, you know, and and gets a free slate because well we're out of time. Looks like you can't do it to me this time. Like that that's not a good. That's not how that works. And they also voted yeah, to you, you, to specifically say that it was that 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 wasn't a problem like two days yeah. earlier. Right. Go ahead, right, Prime right. Minister. And and uh, you may have noticed that in uh, Mitch's speech, he said that. If it had been handled in a more timely manner, <laughs> it could have happened that way. 
while, where, while he was the person that kept it from happening in a timely manner. So he's speaking out of both sides of his mouth. Of course he's he just is. a mealy mouth person. He's he's I, horrible. He's I'm hoping terrible. that the party I'm hoping that the party splits right and hard rider yeah. and they can't get anything done in 2022. And, and are still fighting with each other. Maybe a third party, you know, like a Teddy Roosevelt kind of party that uh, comes out with 45 at the head of it for 2024 and splits the p- vote again. So that, That'd be phenomenal. Yeah. I think it would be awesome, you know, and, and I, I think President yeah. Harris would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> My only concern is I, I, even if that split does occur, uh, I don't think – they would have enough momentum to usurp the two-party system and uh, split their vote. I I think that they have a chance of growing their numbers, uh, a small chance, but they have a chance. Being the extremist, if you go extreme, you're going to grab people as long as you have a moderate buffer. And the the, the GOP will be the moderate buffer, and whatever the new party of racist Nazis is going to be called. Well, that's still 35 million people, comrade. What's that? That's still approximately thirty to thirty-five million people that would go to that to that cult of forty-five. That's my point. That's exactly my point. Yeah. There's still going to be a significant number of people, and I think whether it's the moderate right or the extreme right, whoever gets the nod for the presidential vote is going to get all of their votes. Yeah, I don't think they split it enough to make it a problem for the for the right wing to get uh, representation. I, I think that's. Uh, I mean, just based just based on how this past election went, I, I don't think the right wing has a problem getting more votes. I think the left, as always, doesn't have a truly unified front against bigotry, hatred, xenophobia, homophobia, etc. Right? It, it, we all we all gather, we all come together, we hold our hands, and we all say your bigotry is horrible, and we can't tolerate it. But then we don't have a way to fix the problem. Hmm. Yeah. And, in, and, and in calling it out, it becomes louder. Well, we have our own left extremists who do. are pulling us, pulling us too far in that direction. But I, I think, you know, our, our biggest concern is whether this new GOP that comes out of this is the far right one or the centrist one. Yeah. You know, the, sorry, the center right one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it scares me if that new, those new people, Howley and all those guys, mm-hmm. Jim Jordan, those Ugh. idiots. Uh, uh, McCarthy pull us in, you know, pull the country into that far right extremists thing, and that becomes the new norm. Mm-hmm. I, I think the real could happen. I think, I, no, I think the answer to that question is is how long they keep their office. If if it turns out that this new, fa- especially in the House, if this new, because that's that's the quick turnaround one, right? If it works, they stick. If it doesn't work, new person move on, no problem. Yeah. If if the new extreme right wing Republicans stick in the House, they have staying power. Uh, but I but I think that's going to take at least two presidential terms to really show if they have any momentum at all and if they're really here to stay. Because one one term is a knee jerk reaction to hating the previous president, and that's what we currently have right now. We have Correct. a lot of people who were who rode the coattails of. The, the 45 administration. Yep. And, and well, yeah. look at the, look, look at the message they've been given. They've been, they've been told now the extreme right has been told violent mm-hmm. insurrection is okay. We're going to pat you on the wrist and say, mm-hmm. don't do that. Or next time make it stick. 
Uh, and that's it. There is no comeuppance for yeah. the people that in instigated it, the people in Congress who instigated it. it. They've been told they get a free pass. So the next time, it's going to be bigger and harder. Yeah. yeah, you make a very good point. Escalation is the only path. There is yes. no, it won't go down. It will get worse. And, and the one thing that I would like, just like, you know, off air, the one thing that I've been saying to a lot of people who, where this topic comes up is, it's remarkable to me that only six people died in, in that, yeah. in, in that terrorist assault on the Capitol. Only six people died. Uh, it, 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 it was, it was, it was, it was 12, nine, 12. It was, it, but it was the injuries that are the big problem. There, there are plenty of injuries. 140 but, 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 police officers were injured. If, but if eyes you, gouged if, out, yes. but if you take into consideration, like, like again, if, if we, and we talked about this a little bit, if you change the complex, the, the complexion of the, of the crowd, it's not six. Right. Oh, of course not. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. There was a remarkable amount of restraint and very few people were, were permanently injured in a way that will cripple them or kill them. Um, that surprises me the most about what happened on January the 6th. Wonder. There was no real resistance by right. the people that should have been resisting. So can't get injured if you're not fighting somebody. Yeah. Correct. And, and, and again, and part of it too is, 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 um, the police simply weren't prepared somehow. Well, they weren't prepared on purpose and we all know right. that the reason, and, and that was laid out but again for a yeah. case that was so well laid out by the managers from the, from the house managers house. to then have the defense be, I don't know, whatever. What are you guys talking about? Um, I'm the prosecutor. Uh, no, wait, I'm not. I'm the defend defense defense. Yeah, that's right. I'm the defense. It's this. They were idiots. Or, Incredible. you know, well, I don't know how you do it, but when, well, from Philly, this is how we do it. It's like, dude, you, you <laughs> we bring them in. Yeah. We bring them in yeah. and depose them. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I wonder often what I've been lately thinking about what would have happened, how it would have been different. If they had taken Mike Pence yeah. and taken him outside and hanged him. Mike Pence would – oh, if they had actually killed him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say or if they, Or if they killed – or if they killed anyone. Yeah. Did you see uh, – okay, I don't know if you any, saw this. Any but, of Congress. But, yeah. uh, uh, Officer Goodman, the same one that everybody got that video of him running up the stairs and like distracting the crowd while they evacuated uh, the halls of Congress. Uh, he apparently was running back from like one of the doors and ran into Romney. Yeah. And he was like, Senator, you got to go. Yeah. And, and, and Romney was like, what? And the security guy just like, they bailed. Yeah. So uh, officer, like this one dude was responsible for saving basically the whole Senate, which is insane. Yeah. He took them uh, right when, when they, if they would have gone left, it would have been to the doors yeah. of the Senate. Exactly. Yeah. And he took them the other way. Like absolutely incredible. But, but they again, also, but again, how, how did it come down to one dude? being a little bit smart enough to stay alive and keep the rest of them alive. Like that's insane that our security was that lax. That's there's yeah, no way that wasn't on purpose. They're having hearings this week and they've already suspended seven Capitol policemen for particip participating Partici with the riots. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like the one who took a selfie with them. <sighs> uh, that guy, he's been yeah. suspended. Yeah. And then, uh, and some who just like, you know, open the, open the velvet open the cords and said, yeah. come on this way. Um, those guys need to be taken down. Yeah. Pun you're punished, uh, to the fullest extent of the law along with those. I mean, you are, you were a person that allowed for you, you enabled the insurrection to occur. If you would have stayed on your post, 
if you would have, again, as the comrade said, if these people were looked different, this would have been a, a very, there would have been a much higher body count. And it would not have been on the Capitol side. It would not. Have, it would have been the Capitol Police shooting these people before they before they crossed the ropes. Yep. Yeah. You if know. it had been a Black Lives Matter protest, there yeah. would be bodies littering the stairs. Y'all remember Capitol V for though. Vendetta? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Wander. Wander. And um, so this is one of the things that, um, like earlier, I mentioned just the encouragement behind these sorts of things and how it's getting harder. Like there's no real punishment that we're seeing. And it's like, we know people are being punished. We know people are getting fired. We know that people got arrested. Um, and this is where like, I do get frustrated by the media because they're not following through. So if you actually show that there are consequences and people are kind of suffering from these awful actions they're taking, then that should dissuade others from joining the cause. Because right now, they think people got away with it. They, they think that there were no repercussions, and they're wrong, because there were. Um, and so that's when you're like, man, again, like, me, media's not good, one way or the other. Like, yeah. I might agree with more of the things they've been saying recently, but they're not actually doing a good job. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, uh, they're sensationalists, and it's not exciting to say, hey, that guy that did a thing six weeks ago just got arrested. But uh, I think that the consequences here, the, the more important consequences, the more valuable consequences are for those who instigate and organize. And unfortunately, those people were smart enough to do everything in a plausibly deniable way, like like the former president, uh, that – the, the end result is there's nothing legally we can do to ensure that they don't rile up another crowd again. Because the individuals, uh, freaking uh, Q, Q shaman, that dipshit with a freaking with some bad pants and a headdress, he got arrested. Nobody cares because he doesn't actually mean anything. None of the people who are getting arrested mean anything to the movement. Well, and they, also they, they are pawns. Go ahead, Wander. Um, and yes, I, I agree that the people that would really make a difference and stop these, like the instigators, need to be taken care of and that's not happening. But also if somebody's like, hey, we're all going to go do this, somebody's like, no, nah, I don't want to get arrested like the last group. Like right. if you don't have a mob that will rally behind you, that that'll, that cuts some of their mm -hmm. encouragement for doing these actions. That's and point. right now, like they're, they're not, they're untouchable. Like, they're not really untouchable, but right now they're untouchable. Like, nobody's going after them. Um, yeah. So at least if you can get rid of – you can cut off the energy going to them. Mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. that's, that's absolutely fair. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things that did do that was the removal of 45's uh, ability to utilize social media. Yeah. You know, and now that that entire channel is taken out, you know, his channels were removed by all of these companies – you know, whether you agree with it or not, you notice how it's gone, either gone back underground, which is a dangerous place for it to be, or uh, it's just, wow, that guy's gone. He was the one that was instigating it all. And now that he's not being the leader, it can now fade away back into the distance. And now with the loss of Brush Limbaugh, bringing it back around the beginning, you've now lost that ability also of that being another old school channel of old school hate to get rid of. Comrade. The, the unfortunate thing is that um, 
going forward, the uh, the extreme right wing, the violent bigots, whatever you want to call them, they've become sophisticated <laughs> enough to understand how, like you said, revolutionary, how to be underground. Um, and all of their communications, instead of being in a in a third party hosted, you know, social media platform, they are now on on P two P platforms like Discord, and there's no way to track that. There's no way to keep track of it. There's no way to monitor it. Well, there is. Do. <laughs> Ask the NSA. Uh, There's a way to track yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, the NSA and the <laughs> With FBI sufficient and resources and warrants and, and complicated blah, blah, blahs. What I'm getting at, though, is, is it is no longer easy to say who's listening to Rush Limbaugh, who follows him on Facebook, who follows Sean Hannity, who's posting on Parler. That, unfortunately, uh, uh, they blew their load early on that one, and so did law enforcement. So, yeah. so now everything has escalated very quickly and everybody's following, you know, WhatsApp, like encrypted communication. Uh, there's other methods of, of sharing data in a quote unquote untrackable way that at least makes it more difficult and not connecting the dots. Um, I, think, I think we are staring down the barrel of a more sophisticated and like we've been discussing, uh, a movement that will be more escalated and faster and more organized than previously. I, I disagree with you, but I'll let the Wanderer talk. Well, yeah, so I'm like, I can see the potential in that, but then I remember these people think that they're going to be injected with trackers with a vaccine, birth the cell phone in their pocket. So I'm like, yeah, learn how to do nothing. Yeah. They don't even realize they're already being tracked voluntarily. Right. the terms and conditions of Google Maps. Yes. Hey, hey, and, and comrade, you know, when, when you say they're sophisticated, I just have to have to go to any of the, watch any of their media where one of the people on the screen can't figure out how to mute or unmute themselves during a, during a Zoom call. But yeah. for, but 4chan but conservatives exist. They do. Yeah, the, the, they the do. Gen Z... And and whatever the Zoomer, whatever you call them, the Gen Z conservative does exist, and they are the tech savvy, clever, witty, knows how to play a game and play with words in a way that the Boomer generation doesn't. But they don't have any real, as you said, they don't have anything that is real. Of course, they all they have is the hate that they have. Right. And if they don't have a demagogue who is standing at the top saying, focus your hate on this group, they are a, an unaimed cruise missile that just floats around waiting to fall right. on a populated area. And, 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 and So a lack of organization does not necessarily mean you're unsophisticated. It just means you don't know how to focus all your efforts on one thing, like you were just saying. So, yeah. Uh, what, you know, like the Democratic Party. That, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like all, all, all the damn liberals out yeah. here. Yeah, uh, we, we have no one thing to focus nope. anywhere, which is good and bad. Yeah. Um, what, what I'm getting at, though, is, is that it's a lot more difficult to keep track now of the hate speech, of, of the, the subtle uh, – uh, what, what are those attacks that you call them? Ad hominem? Well, it's still no. there, but it's all underground now. Yeah. Uh, the question I doxing. have is doxing, doxing is what I was looking yeah. for. Now, who's now going to fill this vacuum? Who's going to fill the vacuum that was created by – the expulsion of, of 45. Well, that's yeah. an excellent question. And I think that's a good segue into the next segment of the show. So Have let's a take day. a break. So let's take a break and we'll come back with who possibly could take over 
in the next in, in the next. And one of them this week, uh, I wouldn't say shot himself in the foot, but he definitely walked into a glass door that was closed. <laughs> On his way to the airport. All right, so we'll be right back after this. I'm I'm just going to drop off the kids, I swear. I swear, it's just the kids. kids. I'll be right back. I'll be right back, even though I have a ticket that takes me back on Sunday. You are listening to One Man Revolution with your host, the revolutionary. And. The comrade. And. The thespian. And. The pragmatist. And the wanderer had to take a break. (laughs) So she's she's left. She's getting up early. I wonder yeah, I, I was caught off guard because I was I was like not ready to have <laughs> to say my name mentioned. right after the comrade. Mm. Yeah, you got to step up. It's a four-hander now. It is a four-hander. I'm still nursing this, but I'll be opening another one. I, I I'm opening up this. This is a a jar a a liter of a a, a mint and ginger tea that I made, and nice. uh, it's really it's like fresh mint, and so you you know you, you open it up and it's like hmm, it's fresh mint. And fresh ginger. Well, I painted my nails in the first half, and I'm afraid that my nails are still wet. So I had the comrade get me two cores and open both of them so that I don't have to worry about it. Very about smudging your nails. That's right. Yes. I, you know, so I, they match my keyboard. It's weird. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, and, and, and I have Shimei. And you have Shimei. There it is. Yes. <laughs> The the chimney beer, yes. In an Orval glass because I'm a heathen. <laughs> One of these days. One of these days. <laughs> so as so as we came <laughs> so as we came into break, we were talking about what could possibly occur. Who could emerge? Who could emerge as the replacement for 45 if, for some reason, the former president could not run again? Now, I say the reasons are manyfold, whether it's the Southern District of New York about his taxes or Georgia about his interference with, with elections or... Uh, many, uh, there, there are many other lawsuits, uh, his sexual, uh, misconduct allegations that there are, I think 18 of those 27, 27. I knew there was a number larger than 10, um, 27, uh, allegations there. So there's all of those to still be tried, uh, or just the fact that maybe he, you know, won't run because he is a loser, you know, because he lost. You know, and that's and that's something that he cannot handle, and it will be brought up if he runs again. So that'll be another thing where that'll happen. So we have a few that have uh, started emerging. One of them is the governor of Florida, uh, who's really who's really trying to fill the shoes of the former president because this week he went down and acted just like the former president. Uh, he talked to a bunch of white people at a rally, handed out va- vaccinations like they were like they were uh, you know popcorn at the movie theaters, and uh, then when asked, "Hey, um, you're giving a lot of just rich white people the vaccine," he goes, "Go ahead, talk about it, and you won't get it in your area." So I have a question yeah. to the panel. Yeah. Uh, do do we think? 
that Don Ron used mouthwash after blowing the former president, or <laughs> did he just swallow and roll with it? Well, remember, according to Stormy Daniels, it's not there's not really much there to deal with. So right, you know, right. you maybe know. a well, breath. Mint. I think it was. I think it was more like analingus <laughs> instead of fellatio. So, but you know. it's but where the it's where the contact. <laughs> the reason he talks so much shit. Yeah. It's because he's got so much shit in his mouth. <laughs> well, at that angle, you wouldn't be able to make eye contact. Oh, you're just... <laughs> now, now... Well, no, no, it depends. It depends no, on if 45 no. is on his back or leaning over. But if he's leaning over, that belly is not going to... <laughs> not going to see Good it. Good point. We call that belly blockage, right? Is it? I really don't. I don't. I want to stop envisioning. Stop. Stop drawing this. This. This picture for me, please. Do we need to start over? Oh, revolutionary. Oh, let's start over. So start the second half over. Does he wipe his chin or does he spread the? (laughs) Well, he has. I mean, if you notice, you know, maybe it's just a little rouge, just a little bit up in the, you know, you know, right there. More of like a bronzer. So he was. He was, of course. (laughs) Yes. So he was, of course, uh, you know, given the business by the by the press saying, you you know, you can't just come out and say that even if you're going to do it, you don't come out and say that because now there are we do have a state government. And yes, it does have a a significant number of Republicans in it, but it also has a significant we're a very split state. We're a very purple state. So it's very split there are, you know, so he he did get some pushback there. So he's kind of shot himself in the foot. Um, he also wants to lower the flag to half mast for the uh, for uh, for the death of uh, you know it's not a federal that thing dirty that can be done. Shit stain on humanity, formerly known as Rush Limbaugh. Yes, that would be that yeah. one. Yeah. Let let us not mince words. No, let's not. I'll, mince I'll words. pass. Yeah. <laughs> so our yeah, so our governor wants to do that and and just remember uh, our governor and uh, the former president did not want to put the flag at half mast for uh Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. uh the Supreme Court justice when she passed. There was she debate. Never did a whole lot for this country. There was debate by the former <laughs> president and the 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 the, uh, the the governor of Florida saying that oh well we shouldn't lower that flag because you know what did she ever do for the country well uh, unfortunately uh, the actual uh, flag policy of the United States of America says that if you're a seated Supreme Court justice and you die in office uh, you lower the flag to half mast any of the people in the federal government that would be the uh, Senate House uh, Executive Branch uh, or uh, you know, Supreme Court. the Supreme Court. So, yeah. So that's one of those things where you have to kind of look at them and go, uh, yeah, but this person was some, uh, you know, oxy chewing, uh, radio personality, uh, who basically created hate groups. So, yeah. So I don't know if you want to really lower the flag to half mass for him, but he's still pushing it forward. Go ahead. That's yeah, like, can we go back to how ironic that he went deaf? It, like how ironic that is. Oh, he even got a cochlear implant as 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 a radio announcer. As a radio a guy, yeah, going deaf, yeah. But he got a cochlear implant because it really was the nerves that were to the ear itself. So he got a uh, he got a robot ears. Yeah. 
I right. wonder okay. I wonder which is worse though. That one or saying that secondhand smoke doesn't cause any level of damage whatsoever and then dying of lung cancer because he smoked. <laughs> and very prominently I think dying smoked of a self-imposed disease is and very prominently smoked cigars and was a big proponent of cigars. And it became part, again, of that persona that he had on the radio, that every time you saw him, he had a lit cigar in his hand. And even recently, up until the la- in the last year, he was seen on his show in stage whatever cancer that he was in. Or. Yes. Smoking his cigar. Yeah. So, uh, because... Uh, as I saw a bumper sticker that said, uh, real men don't use airbags on the back of a truck. <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess Rush decided that real men, uh, didn't care, don't care about, uh, uh, smoking when, uh, you know, lung so can when I, they have lung cancer. I, I don't mean to derail this conversation, but no, you, please. you have very much reminded me of an experience that I had literally yesterday evening in school. Um, I'm going to welding school, which is full of uh, rather blue collar people. And you can see where I'm going. with. And there's nothing wrong Uh, with that. No, no, no. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with blue collar work, but blue collar work tends to invite a certain kind of mindset and demographic. Uh, And it's remarkable how consistent that is. Uh, But what was buck wild was hearing people say, oh, yeah, I got COVID. It wasn't that big of a deal. And then somebody I've else heard saying, heard oh, yeah, I got it, too. Knocked me on my ass. Killed my father-in-law. Still don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, so, like, we're outside in a workshop environment, so I'm not wearing a mask because there's synthetic materials and a flame-evident environment, so no synthetics but they were all saying this and i was slowly backing away mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh yes good great um yeah yeah, yeah. i got i got invited to a party yeah by someone who said i had covid it was like five really rough days and a couple of icky ones but i got over it so yeah. come on but, and it's but, like, I, I'm not willing to risk my health for that. That's me. So I have a, I have a friend in the uh, theater world down here who he is one of the healthiest guys uh, as an actor. He is, it, he, he is friends with uh, Wolverine at the Not the Mouse. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, uh, he... Uh got COVID and because of that had complications wound up uh, getting an infection on his appendix uh, and got pneumonia from it and could not, he still doesn't have his appendix out because he had to get, uh, he could, he had to get over COVID first. So he was literally just in the hospital for almost a month. Wow. trying to you know uh deal with all of this so it's to hear people say that it's not that big of a deal just but, aren't connected to the people that yeah. it affects but it was t- t- 
but, but but to me what's really wild is hearing people say yeah i experienced it yeah that shit sucked also there's no way in hell the doctors are right Like, and that's why that's why my brain went where it did talking about Limbaugh is his audience was was a group of people who listened, interacted, experienced reality, and said, "Nah, that ain't it." Well, they listen to that dude on the radio, and that's my reality. There's a perfect example of this in the news this week, comrade. You know. Uh, Texas is, I mean, my heart goes out to people in Texas. I have a lot of friends in Texas, massive power outages, uh, due to whatever people want to say. It's very much due to the deregulation of the energy industry in Texas. Uh, it is not due to the fact it's not due to 7% of the power grid being green energy. Uh, coal fired plants went down, nuclear power plants went down. Uh, the, the natural gas pipelines froze because they were not insulated. Whoa. And the reason why they froze, yes. they're not yes. insulated. And the reason why they froze, and this is my favorite, it's because it was, you know, since it is a deregulated energy group that is completely independent, they're not on the federal yeah. grid because yeah. Texas has its own thing. Um, the power companies were like, yeah, it's too expensive. And it would be a one in a one in one in 1.3 million chance that that would actually occur. <laughs> And so uh, it occurred. This is this is a Six Sigma event, is what it, what it's called. Uh, and uh, well, it occurred. Sigma. Yeah, it occurred. <laughs> and so uh, so that so when the natural gas lines froze, they couldn't feed the coal plants to burn the coal uh, and or the natural gas. So yeah, so all of that occurred. Uh, so water, and then that of course shuts down the water supply because well, if you don't have pumping stations that are running electricity to pump the water, you can't actually have water. So then the water then freezes in the lines and then breaks the lines open, uh, creating all kinds of beautiful uh, cascades of icicles, which I saw in many of these garages uh, in, in, in Texas. But what, we were, what you were saying about people seeing reality and then saying something completely different, mm-hmm. uh, yep. that would be like boarding a plane and taking your children away to Cancun. <laughs> And, and, and not thinking anything of it because you have the, ca- the capacity and capability because you are, let's say, a United States senator. And you can take your kids and your wife down there because there's no school and, oh, whatever, I can always work remotely. Comrade. Before we jump off that cliff. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to get ahead of it a little bit and clarify because there's a lot of as always, there's people painting with broad brushes and, and speaking with labels um, on both sides. There's a lot of this idea that liberals are happy about the situation in Texas. Not one bit. We're, we're dancing around, celebrating, and laughing about the horrible misfortune of the people in Texas. To be clear, only 52% of the population of Texas voted for their current leadership. Uh, granted, this is a chronic issue this has gone back decades uh in their in their uh, deregulation but what we are laughing about is the comeuppance of a horrible series of policy decisions not the payout to the people uh the people don't have any say in what happens outside of a vote here and there and it's really atrocious that the vast majority of the most the, the most disenfranchised are the ones most heavily affected yeah. in, in what's happening in Texas. Yep. 
It's a, it's a travesty. It's a tragedy. And it's wrong that it happened at all. But also, fuck you, Texas leadership, for not listening to everybody else and all the civil engineers who told you 20 years ago to winterize your shit. Well, look at Rick Perry, the former governor of Texas, who then became the energy secretary for the United States, who also tried to do to the United States for the last four years what he allowed to happen in Texas while he was governor, Yep. Uh, which is yep. the continued deregulation. They tried to allow a lot of power companies to do what they are. Now, as the comrade said, we're not celebrating the fact that, you know, here's your, here's your, here's your, uh, you know, you, here's your punishment for being a red state. No, not one bit. No. Here's the thing. Uh, President Biden, as soon as, as soon as this started, like literally the day that, that they saw that this was going to be a problem, he immediately uh, called the governor and said, are you, are you declaring an emergency? You should declare an emergency so you can have federal funds ready so we can send you some diesel generators, uh, fuel and personnel, and we can get FEMA involved today. Faster than Ted Cruz could book a flight. Yeah. <laughs> Faster than Ted, Ted Cruz could carry his wife's purse. Yes. Um, but yeah, but the idea here is, is that if this would have been the other way around, if it would have been a blue state and this would have been uh, the former president, which is what happened with California <laughs> with the fires, yep. he would have gone, you're on your own. No federal help, yep. no federal aid. You're on your own. You you made this problem because you didn't rake leaves, right? You yeah, know well, he did that. He did that with the pandemic, and he Same did it with the, yep. the states. You're on your own. Yep. Or no, let's not forget Puerto Rico and the hurricanes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That piece of shit. Yeah. Threw rolls of paper towels at people, pretending it was it was an emergency response. Yep. Yep. And and again, that was that's the difference here. The, the you know, President Biden uh, made the made the phone calls, freed up the freed up so that FEMA would have it happen, answered the call, unlike the previous president who would have just let the phone ring and said, Until it's not his problem. Yep. And even with no. And then when the cameras were on, he would say, well, California didn't rake their leaves. Exactly. Oh, California. Give myself an A. Yeah. Give yeah. myself an A. Yes. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the thing. That's that's the difference between a leader and a poster child. Yeah. Uh, a leader sets aside <laughs> differences and takes care of the people who are being hurt. Yeah. See, a, a political a political statement does does certain things, and that's fine. Uh, but in a moment of crisis like this, the people that are hurt are not the politicians, as demonstrated by pieces of shit who run to Cancun instead of helping their constituents. Uh, my favorite thing about that is uh, how many times Mr. Cruz decided to stand up in Congress and berate Democrats for voting to take a recess yep. instead of continuing to work. Yep. And his, his opponent in last year's elections, Beto O'Rourke, uh, for his Senate seat, who he lost, uh, who lost to him by a very, slow, a very slim margin. Ted Cruz did not win by a landslide. Uh, Beto O'Rourke was, you know, in the past in the past week has made nearly a quarter million coordinated more than a quarter million, uh, well, well calls on elderly wow, people. Really? Yep. And then we have people like, uh, who aren't even, uh, affiliated with the state <laughs> like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It's all her fault. 
who yeah who the right has blamed for the entire issue with the green new deal can, can uh, we, okay um, we'll, we'll come back to that who's yes. raised two million dollars for relief is it two million now? it's now two million in less wow. than a week uh by just saying we need to help the people of texas contact my office and see what you can do and this is what this is this is leadership mm-hmm. okay and it's not coming from the right side of the aisle. It's coming. But this you know. is how America should be. This exactly. Be, okay, okay, okay. But before we get into the Green New Deal thing, <laughs> this Texas problem is just like uh, the Black Lives Matter problem. It's just like coronavirus, COVID-19. None of that shit's political. Those, those are human issues. Those are human problems. And we have a government specifically to help facilitate solutions and help yeah. In moments of human crisis. It's what government's leadership. for. It's all what government's for. Thank you. Yeah. But but if you ask <laughs> if you ask the mayor of Colorado City, Texas, what oh. government's for, it's to pay people to sit on their ass and talk shit and do nothing. That motherfucker <sighs> went on the record to make a Facebook post to say, fix your own damn problems. To the people of Texas in the middle of this cold lit, cold front, I am. He's already resigned, so the you know that great. But you, well, it's how he resigned is the one that got me. Away. What? How he resigned is what got me. Right. Uh, he resigned because his wife got fired for what he said. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. That's hysterical. So the reason he resigned is because you know basically because of the kickback. But the entirety of what he had to say, and I hope this audio doesn't play, but uh, I'm trying to find. He said, these were the words that he said. No, let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. And this was his Facebook post. No one owes you. Are uh, you are your family anything? Should have been or your family, but are your family anything? Uh, (laughs) Nor is the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. <sighs> Which is exactly what the government's <laughs> responsibility is. This shit goes Jesus. on for many sentences, but it can stop right there because that's the whole thing. Sinker. That is exactly what I pay taxes for. Right. This yeah, is. But it gets worse. This is it my. This is my favorite part because this is like a like a, a manifesto of the current. Um, yes. Viewpoint of the right, the the ultra right, zi- the the right zeit- zeitgeist. Yes, the right zeitgeist. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city Wrong and the zeitgeist. Yeah, the city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. All capital letters. I am sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. I think like heat. <laughs> yes, like heat. If you don't like hear heat and water. Are you ready? This is my favorite. This is my favorite sentence in the whole thing. If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you don't, if you have no water, you deal with you deal without and think outside the box and survive and uh, and supply water to your family. If you are sitting in a home that is cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you, you're lazy, it's why you are, uh, is di- your lazy is direct result of your raising. 
and it goes on and on and on. Only halfway through this statement. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, it goes on and on. We'll we'll link this in the show notes. But it goes and on the it says the bottom line, all capital letters. uh, Don't a part of problem be a part of of the solution. Uh, There is one sentence (laughs) that I really want to highlight. That's like in the back half of this guy's post. Oh, okay. Um. I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. Yeah. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and meshed into one group. Yeah. And I want to point out those in need are fucking everyone in your city and <laughs> your state. Yeah. You idiot. I, I want to point out that there's so many typos in here. It could have been the former president. I mean, uh, well, this and is what then, happens with the, yeah. yeah. But then, his wife's work was like, hey, your husband's a piece of shit. You're fired because of that. Well, I'm and sure. Like, that's no, what, no, you, no, get for, that's what you get for working in a right-to-work state. Yes. That's right. That's <laughs> well, and, and the thing was. Union protections. <laughs> well, I mean, that's. That, that, that's the union would have kept that from happening. That's right. You're right. <laughs> but again, even if it was a wrongful termination, these people wanted to distance themselves so quickly away that they were willing to pay the fees for the lawyers. You know, it's like, and there you go. Yeah, this guy needs to be taken to the most remote area of Texas that's covered in ice, mm. put out barefoot in a in nothing but a pair of shorts, and forced to walk home. <laughs> and uh, and if he doesn't survive, it's because he's too effing lazy <laughs> to do it. <laughs> and he's it not be strong very enough. To how my parents went to school. Yeah, and he's that's not, right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not. And it was uphill Without both ways. There are no. There are oh, no yeah, hills. Uphills both ways. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. All they that's had was amazing. a bucket, and they carried sawdust, which is what they ate for lunch. Yeah, that's right. And well, I love this. Like back to back I love to this revolution. Yeah, I love yeah. this article. By the way, we'll we'll get back to that. But I love this article at the end. It says calls made to to the uh, to the mayor were not immediately returned. <laughs> Looking for comments, <laughs> but, but, but the mayor but refused. That's to just a veiled way of they have not. No comment. Yeah. Still, they still have the, not been heard. This, their, this, power yeah, lines the are, their, their phone lines are still down. Yeah. <laughs> the mayor declined our inf- invitation to respond. The anger but, and harassment you have caused my wife and family is so undeserved. My wife was laid off of her job based on the association of people gave to her and the business she worked for. That's why he, she, she was fired. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, this was his, his resignation letter, and I'll, I'll link the comrade to this for the show notes. But yeah, it's just so funny that he was then saying, why am I being canceled for what I said? And this is another part of what we talked about last week with cancel culture. It's like... Well, what? Wait, I just said what I felt. Why am I being canceled, sir? You're not being canceled. You said what you said. Now, if you are the person that you're telling everyone else to be, mm-hmm. take it like the person you are and walk away because you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You, the job of government is to take care of their people during emergencies. That's right. End of story. That's literally your job. So, bye bye. Hey, that that's uh, you know that was my that's almost verbatim. My uh, older brother's uh, opinion of how people should get health care. <laughs> if you're too lazy to work hard enough to provide it for yourself, then you get what you deserve. You deserve to freeze to death. And in that case, you deserve to die of whatever disease you get because you're not, you know, busy enough to provide for yourself. Yep. Go ahead. So, so to, to 
in a roundabout way to that point, but also back to what, what we talked about slightly before getting off on this tangent about Colorado City, Texas, uh, this idea of the Green New Deal. Um, <laughs> the, the entire right-wing media entertainment industry kind of got together and decided that because less than 10% of Texas's power grid is provided by green energy, uh, the only correct way to handle this crisis is to blame Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her Green New Deal, yeah. which doesn't exist, Right, has never seen the light of day from a legislative standpoint. Is not policy. Is not in nope. any way legal policy or, nope. or in any way rep- represented in government. Nope. Um, but pointing to the frozen windmills and saying, well, this is the liberals' fault is just like when the former president's campaign decided to show riots occurring during his own administration and blaming the socialists and the liberals for this is the future of America. This is the future of Texas. It's like, no, 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 no. This is the reality of the corporate hellhole you've created in this country. When you deregulate and you allow corporations and capitalism to run rampant, what you end up with is dead humans. That's the end. That's it. That's where we are. And this idea of blaming a thing that doesn't exist for the fuck-ups of capitalism yeah. is, is just the most bald-faced bullshit journalism I've ever heard. But they're not journalists, and we, we've, we've established right. that over and over and over again. It's all entertainment. Yeah, Fox, Fox to the Associated Press. Yeah, Fox News is not... Uh, Fox News is, is has been listed as an entertainment channel mm-hmm. over and over again, even with Tucker Carlson uh, very recently in a court case where uh, he was brought in and he said, look, judge, this is entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, well, why are you trying to hold me to a standard of journalism when this is entertainment? So it is very difficult to say, you know, when one group gets together and it gets passed. Most of the social media postings I saw early in the week about Texas from people in Texas were saying, well, it's, it's AOC. This is what's going to happen. And I'm like, where are you getting this from? And these are some of the arguments I got in this week and, uh, well, you know, in, 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 on social media. NPR in Texas is just a live feed of Fox news. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it got me so, it got me so angry because the thing that really makes this, that sells this story is that yes, some windmills, some windmills did freeze because the option for those windmills of being winterized was not executed Yep. because it is, it is more costly to change the oil that, that that's in them. That's all it is. Change the oil in them so that it is a higher, it's a winter oil. Higher viscosity. Uh, higher viscosity. And the fun part about this is, is that one of, one of my good friends is in this, is in the wind power industry, uh, in Denmark and the people in Texas that are saying, well, windmills don't work in the cold. And I can point to Scandinavia and say, weird, they have snow a lot of the year and they've got a lot of wind power. Germany, this last, what was it? This, this last week announced that they are now completely uh, 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 renewable energy independent. Really? I didn't know that. So, so del- yeah, for really well done, I guess. Yeah. So, but, but, and that's because of alternative powers like wind and solar. 
so Thespian, I think you had your end yeah. End. Go ahead. Well, I want I wanted to point out that um, while all of these windmills are down there, I'm sure a lot less bird deaths. <laughs> and and of course cancer, right? Because we all know windmills cause cancer from the last administration. Yeah. Right. No. What I what I wanted to get to is is back to what you were saying, revolutionary, which is this this concept that winterization is is a thing and it needs to happen and it should happen. Uh, there is not a single piece of industry anywhere that does not need winterization for any place outside of Florida. Uh, everywhere, everywhere that experiences real cold requires winterization. Yeah, and I remember part- living in Tallahassee and it snowed. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, like, we're we're in the little dangly penis bit of the United States, and that stays warm enough that we don't need to uh, we don't need to winterize. But other than that, get your thermal underwear. Uh, it's um, well, we are the we are the scrotum of the country, and Jacksonville is the anus. No, I thought that was Tampa. Whoa, that's very close <laughs> together. Um, no, so what I was getting at is is this: uh, Texas has been told literally for decades that they need to winterize their power grid, like the rest of the damn country, which has a a federally regulated power grid, which has winterized Mm -hmm. and got subsidies to get it done because it's a federally subsidized thing. Uh, It got, it got done. And guess what? New York, Chicago, Minneapolis, they don't go down with 24 inch blizzards, but Texas gets four inches of snow and a little bit of wind. And the whole thing goes to shit. Well, it is typical that Texas would think that four inches is a lot. So True. True. Ted, Ted Cruz brags is about the four inches. Yes. <laughs> I also lived in Georgia where, you know, the threat of snow would cancel school. Yeah. So. An, inch of, an inch of snow in Georgia is ending, is a world end. Yeah. In Chicago, an inch of snow was laughable. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, and now in the day of Zoom, school, <laughs> like snow days don't, I think, exist anymore. Yeah. Where I live, it's unthinkable. Yes. <laughs> Except for maybe right now in Texas because nobody has power. But right. like But the whole the whole idea here is is that the, this was and unfortunate this unfortunately was avoidable like a lot of things. Yes, the Guinness, sir. Uh it is it, it was avoidable and even though we we told people over and over and over again that guess what? It it, it you know you should we can fix this. Because it was left in the hands of corporations and not regulated, which is why, you know, Texas is like, no, we don't want any regulation. That's why this happened. So this is exactly the problem with deregulation. But of course, they can't say that narrative. They can't point to these evil corporations and say, look, and if you really wanted to be, you know, a, a fear monger. They would. I'm surprised that the right doesn't jump on that. These evil corporations that are trying to take away your freedoms. But that goes against the narrative because what's the alternative? And corporations are people too. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, so uh, oh God, you, you reminded me of a thing, and now I've forgotten what it was. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a paradox in and of itself. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, so when Ted Cruz uh, and his family didn't have power for a few days and they were cold, uh, and of course, because they have the means, uh, his wife booked, uh, booked a flight to Cancun to stay at the Ritz Carlton 
in Cancun. Yeah. I want to point out at three hundred and seventy dollars a day, uh, which was in the texts, which were shown publicly. Uh, and she because she invited their neighbors to go with them. And this is the this is the part that and and the th- and thespian you're going to hate the next part. So I like this part. What's that? The doggy? Oh, are they wife swappers? No, no, no. So oh, I love this part though. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically uh in order for this to have gotten out, not only was he at the airport and having his picture taken and it being thrown up on Twitter, uh Ted Cruz is getting on a plane to Cancun. Hey, is this Ted Cruz? Because he had a mask on. Is this Ted Cruz? He's going He's going to Cancun. I'm standing next to Ted Cruz. He's going to Cancun. Hey, I'm on a plane with Ted Cruz going to Cancun. You know, how can you think as a public figure that you're not going to get caught? But who turned them in? The neighbors. The neighbors. Right. His friends turned them in. What type I of a piece? What type of a piece of crap do you have to be that your friends won't cover for you? You know, that would turn you in. Well, it's very simple. The people that are sitting at home with their children freezing to death with no water. (laughs) Who are your next door neighbors who look at your front door and see that you left your dog and you were leaving. They left their dog. They left their dog and they were leaving for four days. They left their dog with a person to watch the dog. They didn't leave him alone. They left one of their security team. Sure. Sure. Now, my favorite part about the whole story is the dog's name is Snowflake. Yeah. A poodle named ah. Snowflake. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, like, I can't think of anything more ironic mm-hmm. than a it, piece of shit leaving his dog behind in the middle of a blizzard with somebody from security who ra- rails against left leftist everything and names their dog Snowflake. Yeah. And his I, reason I when... be a child picking out the name. Yeah. Just... I don't care. I know, it's ironic Mat- I know a Matilda jelly bean. So like, what do you want? <laughs> but the fun, the horrible part about all of this thespian is that he's still in a house with no power that, that the reason they were leaving, it was freezing. They left their dog. That's, That's the so part that was, that, yes. so fucked up. There you oh go. <laughs> There's two. Strike two. Whatever. I did a shotgun. <laughs> I did a shotgun to start the show. That's there why I go. got away with it. Yeah. And you probably need another one. At least. I'm so, pretty sure you've, made multiple grand slams. <laughs> so it's yeah. so the important part about that is is so his his friends turn him in. Uh people on Twitter posting his picture on the plane turn him in. Everybody turned him in. And then he gets down there and sees all the backlash and gets phone calls from all over the place and immediately goes, "Huh, I can fix this. I never had a plan to stay in Cancun." I was only taking my daughters down there to make sure that they got there safely, to which his wife was going with him, too, by the way. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah, and then he flew back. His tickets said that he was going down from Thursday to Sunday. So Even if that shit were true, yeah. even if that story was true, can we talk about the massive amount of garbage privilege yeah. he, he and his family are lucky enough to experience that, oh, my entire state shut down because the policies that I supported as a politician for decades finally bit us in the ass. I'm going to take my family to the closest developed part of the world with power, Mexico, and then go home. Like, like 
Again, comrades are not known for being kind towards Mexicans, but this motherfucker took his family to Mexico. So, comrade, he could have done if he if the kids wanted to go to a beach and they wanted to go to a Ritz Carlton or a nice hotel, they could have. They no Louisiana's had the same thing. They had snow too. If they want to go somewhere where everywhere except for where we are, they could have come to Florida. They could have come to Florida. He could have gone down to Miami or West Palm, where the former president is, and completely gotten away with it completely without any question. But as I said before, um, these people don't really have good thoughts and ideas and are not very organized because. They were going to a foreign country during the pandemic. Think about that I, one, too. I'm honestly surprised that Mexico's oh. letting people in. Oh, Mexico's letting all kinds of people in because they have the pandemic under control and we don't. But then why would they let people in? Uh, you have to have a, a negative COVID test. They have rules. But the point is they take your temperature at the airport and all that stuff. And I'm sure that... That doesn't mean anything. And of course, I'm sure his entire family have had the vaccine. Because he's a member of Congress. You are correct. They have all had the vaccine. There it is. Right. Yeah. So that's another level of privilege that we don't want to talk about. Yeah, no all right. I mean, and with COVID deaths rounding the corner to half a million people in the United States, you know, we're definitely talking about, uh, you know, about how unconscionable all of this is. It, it really is incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. For, for me, what... <clears throat> I, I'm trying to find the best ways to put this in words. What frustrates me the most, and this this is a sentiment that I've had for a little while now, and I feel like it's really taking shape, like like truly taking concrete shape, is we we talk regularly in, in the the zeitgeist of social media about the the 1% and the 99% and the top 10% and the 90% and and the the, the economic elite versus the rest of us, the political elite truly are their own social class in America. They, they exist in their own way. Yeah. They operate under their own rules. They are not held accountable to the standards that they preach on. And they regularly abuse the system that gives them the privileges that they enjoy. Uh, without being able to hold our elected officials accountable, and when, when you allow for career politicians like Pelosi and McConnell, you encourage this behavior. Yeah, And, and we as voters, every single person in this country who is a registered voter has a responsibility to call that shit out and shut it the fuck down. Yeah. It's, it's unacceptable on any level. <laughs> and, and I don't care what level of policy you support, where you sit, how long you've had your seat. It doesn't matter. You don't deserve that level of, of uh, that level of privilege because you only get it by our good grace. Yeah. Yeah. The only accountability that I see is self-imposed by people on the left. Like Al Franken, for example. <laughs> Al Franken, if you look now back at Al Franken and what he shut himself down for, mm-hmm. this, you know, a picture. Yeah. Freaking, that's it. He can, uh, he should not have resigned. Can you imagine you know, how angry he really was? really good senator. Can you imagine how angry he was when the grab him by the pussy tape came out like six months later? Yeah. Oh no! It came out before yeah, the it, can, yeah 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 it came out before the before the election and this was after the yeah. election uh, the, the, after the, the, the yeah. grabbing by the pussy thing came out in what twenty fifteen yeah but yeah, Al, Fra- Franken- Al Franken left in twenty uh, after the current president after the former president was in was in power really yeah it was literally one of the first things that happened uh, that oh it was see, right around the but, same time 
but only a Democrat who has right. altruistic principles right. would actually censure themselves Who's for their own behavior. Who's a decent human being. Right. He was a decent, he is a decent, I, I love Al Franken. I yeah. love his positions. I just, it's painful to listen to him talk. Yeah. But he, but I love his positions on most things. And he was a great senator. He was. And for him to lose him like that, I mean, that would only happen on the left because the right, I mean, is is anything going to happen to Ted because of this no. scandal? Of no. course not. Nothing. His people will pay no attention whatsoever yeah. because he is not Beto O'Rourke. And yeah, that's right. basically how they well, feel about they, it. They'll, 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 an R behind his name. They'll laugh it off. They'll laugh it off and say, he had an unfortunate haircut, I think, during the impeachment trial. Yeah, the, like, or just, it was like a mullet. A, a, not a sidewalls or something. Just, yeah. He had an unfortunate need to go to a hair place. Yeah, a hair cuttery. Yeah. Um, and which they aren't in business anymore, so you can't go there. But um, <laughs> pandemic killed them. A anyway. hair cuttery. Mm. Hair cuttery. Yeah, no pandemic. Uh, did did that one in? Um, but yeah, but. Yeah, no, he. I, it was like this really odd, like mullet thing, and a friend of mine pointed <laughs> it out, and she was like, "That's a that's like a, a good old boy haircut," and I was like, "I don't." Like I they put a bowl on his head and then it was shape weird. Weird. <laughs> from his ears gray. forward, it was one line, and behind his ears, it was a different line. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, definitely it was a mullet. Like, and there's the grays were like brushed under, and it just like looked like a really unfortunate mullet situation undercut kind of thing but Ted I Cruz is an unfortunate mullets kind of thing sure but I don't think that it was I think it was just him moving at the same time no he had it no he he had a mullet done on the side of his head he really unfortunate did unfortunate mullet unfortunate wow. mullet um so yeah okay. so again will anything happen well the the thing that'll happen is as I said he could have gotten away with it if it wouldn't have been for, the, for those pesky kids. That's right. And if he would have just gone to Florida, if he would have stayed in the United States, flown to Florida, down to Miami, no one would have noticed. He Not, could have gone to South Padre Island. Yeah. And stayed in Texas. Like yeah. would have, and nobody would have noticed. But he didn't want to come to Florida because we have seven versions of COVID here. That's why he didn't want to come to Florida. I can tell you that right now. It's very real. You know? Yeah. So um, I do think we had quite a few positive notes. Mm, yes, definitely. Week that I think we should uh, transition to. Because sure. We've just been talking shit all, all night. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been I, swearing too much, apparently. You have. The com- I, uh, comrade's got a potty mouth. It's fine. Struck out at least three times. No. Yes. <laughs> well, it'll be, it'll be three after we get off. If you want to bring me a shot, I will do a shot. <laughs> of what? what are you uh, there My she nails goes. are dry. I can do it. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Pick something in the liquor cabinet. There you go. So not the scotch. Not, not the, the scotch. scotch. So okay. the so the important so the important part is is that man uh, has landed on Mars yet again. Yeah. And so NASA this yeah. week with the pros- prosperity prosperity. Yes. Uh, no, perseverance. Perseverance. No. That's what it is. Perseverance. Perseverance. Perseverance module. Uh, it was really interesting to watch live. I watched it live yesterday. Uh, 11 minutes uh, before it landed, for us, it had already landed. <laughs> so course, because we were just waiting for the, for the report to come back, whether or not it succeeded or not. Mm-hmm. It had a very unique way of landing. 
So it came in like a an Apollo spacecraft with the heat shield on the bottom. Then that part separated, the heat shield and this cone on top. And then the top of it came off. And then it had a sky crane, a rocket-propelled sky crane that fired rockets and slowed it down. And then low, then then hovered and lowered down the module to the surface of the planet. And then the sky crane then flew away. And I w- I can't wait for them to bring back or to bring to roll the rover over to see the destroyed sky crane. That's the most <laughs> kick-ass thing I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah. Um, by the way, they crashed it a bunch of times in the in the in the New Mexico desert uh, during during testing. Sure. That it just didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so every time they did a test with it, it's like, well, Mars's atmosphere is thinner. It'll be fine. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> yeah. And I always love to say that. It's like, you know, well done of the week uh, for the rocket surgeons out there at NASA. So every, everything NASA does, well done. Yeah, well you, done. You well make done. You make scientific miracles work with a paltry budget. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. This one was $3 billion. <laughs> Which was six yeah, percent yeah, uh, yeah. of their annual budget. Yes, yes. No, fifteen percent. Fifteen percent of their budget. Yeah, it was a huge number. Budget went to one. Yeah. landing. Wow. Oh, oh. Hey, Elon, look. Elon hey. says that they're going to call. He's going to colonize Mars by twenty fifty. So, <laughs> a permanent colony on Mars by twenty fifty. You know, and I think that he should I go. Have a mystery shop. Oh boy, it's Ooh. Mm. yeah. There you go. Who knows what's in that? Ironically, in a Missouri shot glass, but that's <laughs> Missouri. 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 There you go. That, my uncle who gave that to me um, was like, here you go. You're over 21 now. Here's a Missouri shot glass. It's Jägermeister and Everclear. Oh. No, it's just coffee. <laughs> ah, there you go. Very good. Uh, we did it a lot worse than that. It's the coffee liqueur. Yeah, nice. We did it in a lot worse. Good, good. No, no, I it's fine. I wasn't planning on doing anything bad. I was just like, here's one. Mixed, no, no, it's fine. You wanted me to mix a thing? I... <laughs> so according <laughs> so according to uh, the according to the notes from the pragmatist, it was a full on mullet. <laughs> and now they're back in. Oh, that's right. An observation from a hair hair and makeup specialist. Mm. Said. Wait, mullets Cruz are has in? a full on budget. Oh, they're back. Mullets are back. Oh. Uh, we have a message from the field that I should have done Malort. And no, no. Malort. I don't, I don't have Malort. No. I would have done Malort. And it's not in Florida. Thank God. No, it is from my hometown. Yes, it is. Malort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, it's Jepson's Malort. Is that yes. It's yeah. not a good thing. Uh, have you had Fernet? <laughs> it's again, terrible. Yeah, no, Fernet is just all all the botanicals, but Malort is worse. Yeah, it's not good. So yes, so cool. Uh, happy happy days for NASA, and now science begins for a significant amount of time. For and the first they, time, we have live microphones on the yeah. surface of Mars, so now we get to know what Mars sounds like. Cool Mars noise. I yeah. can't wait. What, what they're going to hear is. People whisper, like Martians whispering in the distance, like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then Matt Damon says, I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right, so. It was him, right? What, he was in that one? Yes, yes, Matt Damon, yes. Yes, he was. Yes. Uh, so that's a fun one. Yeah, so so that's that's my, that was my well done this week. 
I enjoyed that. I liked uh, I liked seeing the uh, what, yeah the jubilation in the control center when touchdown finally happened. Yeah. What do you have, comrade? I haven't looked through my notes. I have a lot of things from the last couple of days, and a lot of them are negative. So, uh... oh, 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 yes. Here's one. Because occasionally we're a tech podcast. So um, I shared this in our Slack just because it requires a bit of a link. But apparently, according to a couple of uh, handmade videos by people involved in circumstances, police are now um, playing copyrighted music, easy to identify copyrighted music in the middle of touchy circumstances so that videos cannot be live streamed or posted to places like Instagram where uh, uh, DCMA takedowns can occur very quickly. So this the video uh, played by example is uh, a couple of police start playing Beatles songs from their phone while there is a touchy interaction occurring with one of their um, cohorts and a citizen on the street. The good so they could claim they didn't turn their cameras off. Yeah. No, so that the videos can't be posted to social media. Right. You record whatever you want. You try to post it. Instagram has to take it down because of the copyright claim on the video, on the, on the music. Right. The good news, the, the well done of the week here, is that literally within 30 minutes of this Reddit thread being posted, somebody had a top-level comment with a link to a website specifically designed to remove background music and background sound from any video. Yeah. And that's the well done. The well done is the internet being a wonderfully remarkable tool-finding collective and being a wonderfully remarkable tool-creating collective in which any strange circumstance you may have if it gets enough attention, a free tool will be created for everyone else to avoid that problem in the future. Well done, Internet. Yeah. Also, ACAB. Yes. And again, the part about that that really drives me 100% mad is that the police officers knew the, the, the way. That's why they did it. Knew the, knew the way to make sure that those videos would be taken down. And that's yeah. the part that drives me absolutely crazy that these people decided, oh, well, they, you know, this will disappear real fast if we just turn on, uh, you know, uh, some copyrighted music and yep. it's done. It, it, and that blew my mind when you shared that article earlier this week. And I'm like, son of a gun, that's brilliant and terrible at the same time. It's pretty smart. It's, yeah. And, that's, and that's awful. the thing is, yeah. is, is why it, it's one of those moments where, where we go, huh, I'm surprised no one thought of that before. Yeah. Because it, and, and to, and, and to put it out into the ether, uh, for the police to have full-blown, you know, riot responses and try to avoid videos being posted online, you just need a PA system blasting copyrighted music. Yeah. And and that's the end of it. Unless, of course, a tool exists on the internet where you can have background music removed from your videos. And if you check the show notes, you may find just such a tool. Hmm. Nice. Absolutely. I'm just saying. Yeah. So yeah, so again, the show notes. Yeah, that'll be in the show notes this week. So yeah, so it and again, it drives me absolutely crazy how how quickly the evil does things. Uh, so that's another very good well done this week to the folks on the internet, the creative, as I call them, the internet creatives that that solve all of our problems. Absolutely, yeah, I love them. 
the living uh, science fiction community. Yes. <laughs> do you do you have one this week, Thespian? Um, I successfully painted my nails and didn't mess them up. Oh, that is pretty much a well done. Yeah, that's that a, is. That's a well done. That is a well For done. For me, it honestly is. Like, that's a big old accomplishment, uh, and I couldn't have done it without the comrade. On, on your first try. <laughs> on my first try. That's hey. the thing. It's not like there's not a single one where I accidentally, like, oh, God. Okay, it's fine. It's like everything, <laughs> everything's good. It's all, they're all dry, and yeah. Oh, I do have one other. Go ahead. Uh, there is uh, an, an individual by the name of Imad Zuberi. A, a, a California investor who donated about a million dollars to the to the forty fifth uh, uh, the forty five inauguration proceedings has been sentenced to twelve years in prison. <laughs> <laughs> he pled guilty to tax evasion and filing false foreign agent registration records. That's how they got. Uh, that's how they got. Uh... Hmm. And in case you're 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 trying to look him up yourself, it's I M A A D Z U B E R I Imad Zuberi. And the real sad, and the real funny part about that is is uh, that's how they got Al Capone. Hmm. You know, tax evasion. And and weirdly enough, they might also get uh, the former president on that one. So uh, he was so. fi- <laughs> he was ordered to pay sixteen million dollars in restitution as his sentencing good for him good for you know, it's him it's just good business it is good for him smart business <laughs> not paying taxes smart, smart that's what business. smart people do uh, uh, uh man uh hats off to our current president he actually is in munich right now at uh at a security conference and didn't make a big deal out of leaving the country Nope. No, he had stopped over in Texas, hadn't he? Yeah, no, he didn't stop over in Texas. No, you know, a lot of Q people got really upset to see him boarding Air Force One. So, <laughs> a few, a few more thousand lost their hope. Yeah, because yeah. they saw that he was getting on Air Force One, and it wasn't Trump's private plane anymore. <laughs> Oh, oh shit, I said the T word. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. But also, I was, I was, it, was it because he was also wearing a mask? He was also wearing a mask, yeah. Because he Could does be. wear masks. Yeah. Good, but, the, but, but great things, you know, we're back in the Paris Climate Accords. We're, yep. we're revisiting the uh, Iran nuclear deal. Yeah, and that's a big uh, one that was announced. We're announcing publicly that all of the communications with the Korean government was bullshit. Yeah, uh, we're it's it's looking better. We're getting the respect of our allies again, and uh, we're coming back up in our place in the world. And I, I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. And we're reconnecting. The president actually said today at his speech in Munich, he said the, the, that the United States is back as a member of the world, as, as part of the world. Mm-hmm. We were not before yeah. because the former president. America first. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. He also, uh, he also <laughs> oddly enough, uh, he, he, he did catch some heat from the EU. Uh, for his uh, the policy he signed that said that we're going to be doing more purchasing of American products by our by our government, 
But yeah, but that's one of those things. It's like, yeah, well, we need a little bit more American manufacturing. It's only going to benefit you. Don't worry. We'll still be eating New Zealand lamb. Oh, you know, you can't get New Zealand lamb in Florida (laughs) right now. I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, Costco. Go to Costco. Got to go to Costco. What about Icelandic lamb? Uh, No, they don't export to uh, to Florida or to the United States. But their their fish is great. Oh, yes. Arctic char. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and they're puffin. Their puffin's delicious. Puffin is delicious. Those little birds. They're small, but they're delicious. With little blueberries. Yeah, little blueberry jam. Puffin uh, is puffin and blueberries. <laughs> it is. It's really good. Small but delicious. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said that to a woman once and she threw it back in my face. That sounds right. <laughs> and I was pl- I was pleased of it about it. There it is. That's the <laughs> face she, I was looking she threw for. It back in your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Are you quite finished? <laughs> that, she said that. She said that too. Um, Give me a few more minutes. We'll get there. That's funny. Oh boy! So <laughs> made my night. She said that too. Right. Okay. There was uh, a reason. There is. I muted myself to say that. I'm sure. No shots for you. <laughs> oh come on. Yeah. Come on, uh, Rush is dead. I have to fill in for it. No, I'm never going to do that. That's a bad no. idea. No. Ding dong. The Rush is dead. Yeah. The wicked Rush is dead. Thank oh, Christ. Oh, man. So. Uh, may he rest in the deepest fires of the hell he most fears. Oh, no. May he get exactly what he what he deserves. That's what I said. Oh, he yeah. needs to come back as a black gay woman. Oh, Bla- no, black trans <laughs> gay Black woman. trans woman. Oh, that black whole. Trans gay woman. Oh, he should wake up. It'd be like Vic Morrow waking up right after he got his head cut off in a helicopter episode of The Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm sorry. sorry. Only, only, the, only the revolutionary. Right only the revolutionary understood that reference, but damn it, he got it. I'm yes, so and it. that's the that's important enough. part. And that is the important part. And on that bombshell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The One Man Revolution podcast is here weekly, uh, and we put our podcast out on a variety of different platforms, including Spotify. Damn it. I was so looking forward to saying that because the Canadian wasn't here. (laughs) Google Podcasts. (laughs) Oh, um, Apple Podcasts and <laughs> Tune in Radio. Facebook simulcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We simulcast this on, on Facebook. And on onemanrevolution.org. That's right. And all the high-quality audio is always there. Uh, and we are here, as the pragmatist said, every Friday night simulcasting live, uh, allowing you to interact with us. And thank you to the folks that did uh, this evening. Uh, it has, it, again, uh, it, you know, our hearts go out to the folks in Texas, uh, and, uh, we hope your situation improves. It is warming up a bit and, uh, the polar, the polar vortex is moving away, uh, and, uh, things will be getting better and recovery will continue. You have FEMA's support. All right. So until next time, I'm the revolutionary. I'm the comrade. I'm the thespian. I am the pragmatist, always. (laughs) And until we meet again, just remember, Ted Cruz is an asshole.